0: And Welcome to Generation Skywalker. I am Craig Spivey and today I've been joined by two special guests. Uh, With me right now is Richard Elwell. Hello Rich. Hello. We've known each other on and off for a long time, haven't we?
1: Oh yeah, it must be, what, 20, 20 years, 25 years? Good lord. Yeah, I was thinking about it the other day, it must be that long now,
0: yeah. Although I'd never have pictured me interviewing you on a Star Wars podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I think you and me both, actually. (laughs) Exciting. It is exciting. But with no disrespect to you, we're going to be focusing a little bit more on my other guest today because we're here to discuss his passion for collecting vintage Star Wars figures. And that's uh, Richie's 11-year-old son, Seth. Hello, Seth. Hello. How's it going? Good, yeah. Excellent. Now, I am part of a generation of Star Wars collectors who was there for the first movies and it's the warm and fuzzy nostalgic feelings that come from owning the toys from our childhood that are a big driver for a lot of us. And, you know, as we spend increasing amounts of money and time and effort curating these treasure troves, we do sometimes worry about where that next generation of vintage collectors will come from. So it's nice when. I see parents with their kids enjoying something like Echo Live or the vintage dealer tables at Celebration together. You know, myself, I've bought my three boys over the years the odd beta figure um, in the hope that they will catch the collecting bug like their old man. My twins are now 15 and my oldest is 20. And I think it's fair to say that, you know, they all like Star Wars and they have an appreciation of the collection uh, none of it ever really inspired them to collect themselves although my lad Lachlan he has a little shelf of Chewbacca's uh, from more modern eras you know I only mention it because it's a nice opportunity to show um show some embarrassing photos of them on the enhanced version of this interview and if, somewhere I think I've got some great footage of of the twins playing with my palatoid death star when they were about six so I'll uh, I'll have to fish that out Wash. what
2: what, what, what? Uh. I get out did it now no, i got to
0: get, 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 to get out. out how do we get out this room shut down all the garbage you've on the detention level will ya
2: do you copy shut down all the garbage masher's on the detention
0: level richard you know i don't know you as a collector and i'm pretty sure you haven't dragged Seth around vintage toy shows in your time. Am I right in that assumption?
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I've, I've, I've always loved the
0: films. It
1: was That was a big hit in, in our house in 77. So my dad was a fan as well. And so, no, I, I, you can't call me a sort of, you know, uh, an aficionado, but I've always had an appreciation, a big appreciation for the films. We did have some figures when we were little. Those have sadly gone right so I me and my brother have been trying to search them out um at my mom's house but they sadly seem to have disappeared so we did have a, we didn't have many figures but we had a few but they cost one pound forty nine from from the local Asda which was which was actually a lot of money then when you got 10 pence a week pocket money
0: so it's a really nice uh, lad and dad thing to be doing for you both
1: very much yeah
0: yeah, so you know i'm I'm dying to find out a bit more about how uh, an eleven year old lad today gets into collecting vintage Star Wars toys specifically. So coming to Seth, around the time you were born, season two and three of the Clone Wars were were brand new. Can you remember the first Star Wars show you ever watched
2: or movie? I think it was probably a new hope, the first one, really. Yeah, I think it was something like that. I don't think I've ever really watched like series like Clone Wars or anything. Never really been into them.
0: So what was it that uh, appealed to you about that first movie?
2: I think the characters were better in the first one that I watched because I, have, I did see a bit of the Clone Wars but never really got into it. And I think the characters were better in A New Hope too.
0: Who's your favourite character?
2: Probably Vader or something
0: cool dark side guy yeah <laughs> so if you weren't really into the shows and i remember you know around that that time yeah you were clone wars pajamas and all that kind of stuff a lot of merchandise around i mean did you have any of that did you Did you always have star wars toys
2: oh i didn't really have merchandise when you said star wars toys i didn't really have much of that either
0: so you encountered a new hope did you watch it on Blu-ray, DVD, on the TV?
2: I think it was on DVD or something.
0: And how soon after did you go out and watch the next one?
2: I think I was quite young when I saw The Empire Strikes Back.
0: Nice that you didn't have to wait for a few years for it to come out like, uh, like, like me and your dad did. <laughs> so you saw these original movies when you were quite young. Can you remember when you first became aware of these vintage figures?
2: Um, well, I think... Because when we went to Grandma's, there was a a couple figures in the boxes, like the play box or something. I didn't really know about them, but I think it was Dad was looking at them and I just was starting to like them. At first, I thought, it's ridiculous price for just one figure. I think when I got into it I understood why there was that much price on each figure.
1: I think just to give it a bit of context as well Craig, at Mom's house there's a rebel commando has survived the last 40 odd years and that was the only one we could find and I think um, I think you, you kept asking me didn't you if, you, if we could find any more mm. figures. So um, we've been on a sort of hunt ever since trying to find out where the, the, other, the other ones went to, if they were lost or nicked or we don't know.
0: So it's 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 been part of a family uh, quest.
1: Yeah, yeah. My brother <laughs> thinks there's a C-3PO somewhere, but we still can't, we can't, can't locate him.
0: We're all intrigued now. I'm rooting for you.
1: <laughs> yeah. If we if we find any more, we must uh,
0: post them somewhere. So the Rebel Commando, yeah, the, the guy in the green, um, yeah. green fatigues. I mean, did you look at him and remember him from Return of the Jedi? Did he, Was he instantly recognisable as a Star Wars figure?
2: I think I watched the first three original movies and then I didn't really know that that figure was from the film I just thought it was an ordinary figure didn't really know it was a Star Wars figure because I was quite young when I watched the first three so
0: he's not one of the um what you'd call an iconic Star Wars figure is he, he just looks yeah. you know, if, you, if you found him in a toy box he just look like a, a random soldier
2: yeah
1: yeah we thought I think you thought he was action um action yeah. force because we we've got a few of those as well that were mixed in so I think the I think Perhaps Seth thought it might have been one of those to start
0: off with. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, I mean, did you did you have action figures from other lines when you were um, a bit younger? Did you did you play with action figures? Did you have um, Ben Ten or people like that? Was, that? was that a contemporary reference? I'm not sure. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> My boy was into Ben Ten. That's that's probably going back at least fifteen years. So. <laughs> You
2: didn't, did you? I can't remember no, you having those. I don't think I ever had like Ben Ten or any, you know, like any merchandise of like you know Star Wars or anything. But I think I, I don't. I've never really liked series like Clone Wars or anything.
0: So you find this Rebel Commando in a box, and your dad explains a little bit about what it is and where it's come from, and that obviously you know captured your imagination. If you go into any toy shop now and you look at the action figures that are available for marvel or any of those things they're actually quite sophisticated they've got lots of joints they look like the people they're supposed to look like um, and the old star wars figures they're a little bit i guess crude they're they're not as sophisticated or as uh, uh well modern looking i guess so there, there must have been a, an appeal you thought yeah this is this is cool i like this What's, what can you remember what you thought in terms of why you liked it so much? Or?
2: Yeah, I think that the first figures looked better than the ones today. I mean, they're a bit more basic, the ones like back in the first films, but the ones that you get these days, I think they just look a bit, you know, like too They're almost good. too finished, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. They're
1: almost too good in some
0: respects. I mean, that's a really interesting and fascinating to get your your perspective on that. So you've got your Rebel Commando how did you find out about the others what did you do to go and look up the the full range and and what was it that inspired you to collect the set
2: well i think when we found the rebel commando i think dad was looking at some of them on ebay Mm -hmm. and just looking at like old figures and stuff and then i thought they was a stupid price for just one figure but I think over time, I think I started to like the figures because I started to watch the films more.
0: Looking at the figures and getting into the figures made you go, and go back, return to the movies and, and, and relive those.
1: Yeah. I'm guilty of probably fueling it because I started to disappear down rabbit holes on eBay and start looking at all these characters and trying to remember the figures that we did have before but before they were lost so i think we both started looking didn't we and i think we thought yeah this could be really good if we could get a full set together and i think it kind of refueled a a passion for me as well to get those figures that i probably didn't have as a child
0: what did you think rich to you know the prices and the the whole world that's been built up around this. It's very deep. It's a quite an established hobby.
1: It is. I mean, I've always been aware how how big the hobby is. You know, not least through yourself and how how into it you are. Um, but yeah, I, I knew I knew it was out there as a big as a big interest. And I think when I saw the prices, as I said before, I can remember going down to Astor. And they were on the back wall by the checkouts, which was good strategic placing for the you know, parents to get the money out. And they were one pound or one pound And now, when you see the cards now, the carded figures with one pound on, and it's a I don't know a vinyl Cape Jawa, you <laughs> that went for about twenty nine grand. <laughs> was, yeah, you can't believe it so i think what it made me think I, I just wish i just wish you could turn back time and go into elster and buy the whole collection you know all the figures for one pound 59 i think it kind of oh, God, it's, it's amazing how you know how sought after they are
0: but where's the fun in that
1: well exactly <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and I, as i said before I, I don't seem to remember i don't know if you're the same because i know you 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 got your original collection from not the loft but I don't seem to remember a lot of kids having like lots and lots of figures and lots and lots of vehicles back then. I know the 70s was a pretty hard decade, but I don't remember people having an abundance of figures. They just have a sort of handful.
0: When you when you talk to people and they say, "Oh, I had everything." Um, they didn't. They didn't have <laughs> everything. I used to think I had a lot, but you know, I I found photographs and even even old diary entries of, you know, things I've bought and my figures didn't fill uh, a Darth Vader collector's case. I've got photographs of like when I did bring it down from the loft, you know, and it's a couple of big ships. It's a few mini rigs. It's, you know, 20 or so figures, it's not not a massive amount. So I, I think you're right. Maybe in our memories, because we got together with our friends down the street and we all had these battles together. It felt like there was more stuff around than, than there maybe was. But, um, yeah, I don't know anybody who had like everything.
1: No, I know someone who had, He got the at-hat and he, he was classed as the posh kid.
0: It was birthdays and Christmas was when yeah, you got. Very much. Those big things, and I think it's why you know personally I I'm into a lot of that ephemera, the letter set, you know, rub down transfers and lolly wrappers and Marvel weeklies because that was your day to day Star Wars. That was the stuff that you know you could spend your pocket money on, and 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 figures. I think when my first figure was about eighty five p, and I think it was the, you know, during the course of the the run they they ended up being one pound fifty. But I remember Mm -hmm. eighty five p. My mum sucking her teeth, going how much. Yeah, not a lot of money, but it was a lot of money there. It was. But I think she, uh, after after seeing the, the play value I got out of them, she, she sort of learned to appreciate it. And didn't mind buying me the old figure from from time to time.
1: Yeah.
0: Seth, going, going back to you and your commando and Uni dad sat on eBay, looking at all these figures that, that came out, can you remember which is the first one that you, you got to add to your collection?
2: I think we looked at, because we didn't know, about job lots and we I think we went for a carded figure first and I think it was a Lando that we got the first and that was carded but I don't really think we ever picked up those figures because we didn't know much about it then but yeah that that Lando ended up to be because we didn't know much of it the card was repro it wasn't a official card um we didn't know that at the time because we were new collectors but yeah the card did
0: well that, I mean that proves a point that we make quite a lot I mean we, we do and have been recently discussing reproductions and and how they can you know fool new collectors and, and that's our point made perfectly there um but it didn't put you off um clearly and uh, they say in this world that you you pay for your education so um you have to chalk it uh chalk it up to experience I mean so which which Lando was it out of interest the um the the gray and blue one it
1: was the gray and blue one yeah Yeah. it was the one without um you know the white teeth (laughs)
0: that's it yeah see you're into into your variants now
1: we are the little nuances it was a vintage figure on a
2: a, almost like an ink
1: yeah an inkjet card Mm. we think don't we yeah so I think that was our sort of first foray and I think Probably got burned, but there you go.
0: Did you suspect when it arrived that it wasn't legit? It was. Did you kind of work that out yourself, or did you did you check it against anything?
2: Um, well, when it arrived, um, it was. It, it when you when I touched the card, it, it did feel weird seeing a figure from like nineteen eighty. But I, we didn't know it was fake. I thought it was real because you know like i said we didn't know what we were collecting we were new collectors i thought it was real really didn't really know it would be a repro
1: i'm sorry i'm
2: sorry it?
0: yeah it was your dad dropping me a line just yeah. some some advice on on spotting repro and and that whole minefield so I did uh, I did write write some um, pointers Dad tells me that you've been on the imperial gunnery and you've been educating yourself in some of the the things you can do to spot these repros is that right?
2: Yeah I mean we when we got the Lando figure we did take it out of the um, card because the figure is real but the card is just a repro
1: but your, your advice was really helpful, Craig, on that one. So I think we kind of we steered away from those sort of things. Seth's really big on getting the real thing, aren't you? You don't want repro weapons or anything. No.
2: So. I, yeah, I'd rather wait until, you know, a good weapon that's not repro comes on.
1: I think we almost, as well, just on that, we probably have except figures that were perhaps in not perfect condition, but as long as they are real, we'd rather have them than immaculate repros
0: which is great but i'm interested to know why that's important to you seth why it's important that it's the real stuff and not some you know not a pristine looking albeit repro uh, figure and and weapon
2: well i think if you're going to collect vintage stuff you want it like as vintage as you can get because if you're getting repro weapons there's no point of even doing collecting vintage stuff the weapons that they come with well not all of them are with the figures that you buy. So I think if you, you've got to be careful of repros and definitely get the um, original weapons when you can.
0: Good advice. So so after Lando, you started looking at job lots and just finding figures in that way, is that right?
2: Yeah, that's correct. I mean, we did um, search for a job lot. I mean, I think when, when we were looking, you know, we found... Job lots with good amounts of figures in. I think you spend the right amount of money for how many figures you got. Mm-hmm. Because when we got ours, it started at what was it, one sixty?
1: Yeah, it was quite a big. There's quite a lot of bids.
2: Yeah.
1: And it was quite a good job lot because there's quite a few weapons, wasn't it? Mm, so we yeah. noticed that. And, the, and again, the description was pretty. It seemed pretty genuine. Um, to get started, and I f- I forget there was about was was about fifty nine figures or
2: is it sixty six or
1: something? I can't remember now how
2: many. I think yeah. it was, but. I think some of the figures in there would have been hold, hard to get hold of loose today. Mm-hmm. For instance, well, Chewbacca with C-3PO on his back, mm-hmm. so that was quite hard to get hold of. And I also found that there's more figures in that job lot that would have been quite expensive. For instance, that Min Condition Stormtrooper, um, I think that would have been quite hard to get hold of that clean. Nice.
0: You managed to get a job lot at a decent price with what we're saying between 30 40 figures in yeah
2: probably think, a
1: few more actually i
2: think it was 50 to 60 yeah, something
1: like that quite a quite yeah there's quite a few in there how,
0: how did it how did it feel opening that box and getting those figures out
2: when the boxes came we left them till the night to open but i think you know it felt better than touching a carded figure because with carded figures you can't have a look at the figure itself so I think when I touched the first figure I don't know which one it was exactly but it just felt better than touching the card.
0: Was it Bosque?
2: Probably was wasn't it?
0: Bosque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have a favourite out of that lot?
2: Well, there's a lot in that lot that I quite like. I mean, I mean, I quite like the Boba Fett in there as well. That's quite a good figure. Attack driver. Oh yeah, that attack driver as well, and that Vader as well, because he looks quite different without his cape on.
0: Did he have a cape this
2: one? Yeah, yeah, he had a cape.
0: I mean, that's a great way to kickstart a collection, finding a a job lot at a good price, and and what you can do now is. Yeah, you know, if other ones come along that are slightly better, slightly better condition, you can, you, you can, you can swap them out and sell those on. And what happens is now your collection will start to fund itself. You know, you can, you can start to buy and sell things to your dad and, and help, uh, help add to that. Um, I mean, did you have any thoughts on how you were going to display them when you first, when you first got this this lot of figures together?
2: Well I suppose it was just the thought of getting figures and you know seeing them because at the time we weren't worried about the display we were just you know keen to see these figures and I think while while we displayed them wasn't as good as what we've got now we, we started to get you know like more figures each time to add to our collection and I think when when you've got that much it looks better in a cabinet than it does just like on a shelf
0: and and for me that's part of the fun you know tr- tracking these things down learning about them understanding them finding out the stories um but also displaying them and that's a that's a big that's a big buzz and you can stand back and look at that and go wow <laughs> yeah that's cool what shall I get next
1: <laughs> yeah very we,
0: we love that don't we have you just bought exclusively from ebay um at the moment
2: well because of what's going on we've had to um we didn't have the chance to go into any of these fairs and trade figures and get some more so ebay's been our number one site for buying these and selling um figures that we had duplicates of
0: so you've yet to to feel that uh that the joy of rummaging through a box yeah. We really want to do that,
2: don't we? <laughs> yeah, we really we'll
0: give it time. I mean, they've, they've announced Echo Live. Uh, I think as we record this, I think they announced it yesterday, and I think from memory, it's like the seventh of August.
1: Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah, we'll be there.
0: As it stands at the moment, how many figures have you have you got? Well,
2: it must be eighty.
1: I think we, yeah, I think
0: we're now just short of the last seventeen. I think.
2: Yeah, well, we've got everyone apart from last seventeen now.
0: So the last seventeen. I mean, are you um, are are you keen to to get all those? Or are you looking at them and thinking, what kind of prices is is that? Yeah, Yeah. that
1: is. (laughs) You want to complete
2: it. Yeah, I want to complete it because it will look brilliant. And you know, I think you've got to do it not so you buy them all at one time. I think you've got to buy one at one time. So you're not spending for instance there's a yak face for like you're looking three hundred. And then like more figures, yeah, you're looking like 200 plus. So I think it's nice to spend like on a budget yeah. where you can get your figures like one at a time, because I think if you get all the last 17 at the same time, it's going to be no fun.
0: No. And I think, I, you know, from the sounds of it, it, you've done really well in a what sounds like a short space of time to, to get the collection you've got already so i think you know the last 17 is a is an opportunity for you to pause save up uh, shop around and and piece it together at a bit more of a leisurely pace and i guess you know savor the moments
1: <laughs> yeah i think that's that's part of the fun because i think through lockdown i think it's been a good hobby it probably owes a lot to lockdown really that we've just kind of between us we've we've tried to amass the collection as, as not as fast as we can because we've been quite selective over what we've chosen haven't we we've done pretty well but i think the last 17 put you right craig i think we want to sort of take our time and go to some other fairs
0: yeah and i think when you're spending that kind of money it does it does help to see these things in hand and and speak to some reputable dealers and it just it gives you that extra layer of, uh, of confidence i think
1: there's a bit of a badge of honour in having a rummage and doing some trade-offs and things. And as you say, going to things like the, the thing at Redditch and doing it in person, I think that adds that adds something to it as well.
0: I mean, I'm sure, Seth, you've you've um, encountered this on eBay where um, people will grade their figures and encase them in little yeah. boxes. What's, what's your view on that?
2: Um. Well, I think it increases the value in them, you know, quite high and I think we were going to get one done at some point which was the Stormtrooper and we think that could have got quite high but we didn't choose to do it because I think where our where our case is I think they would just look as but as good in the cabinet that we've got at the moment so I'm not really too keen on getting figures graded I see why people do it because you know they say they've got a figure that they you know they want to keep you know, immaculate. But I think some of, th- if you've got the weapon with it, it makes it, you know, good in the glass case. And I've seen a few of those on eBay, and they, it does, like I said, it does make the value go quite high. But I'm not really keen to get one graded anytime soon.
1: You like to pick them up as well and look at them. Yeah, don't you? and that's the good thing about
0: a loose run, I think. Uh, well, I'm totally with you. I've, I've, never been a big fan of grading as a, as, as a collector. And going and getting mine graded nor as a as a buyer you know i don't think they're particularly attractive and like you say the toys you want to pick them up and you want to handle them and i do, you know i understand it i understand it it's just uh, it's just not for me yeah and clearly not for you either so that's fair enough no one can tell you how to collect seth there's no right or wrong way to do this
1: oh they've encased him in carbonite he
2: should be quite well protected
0: We've mentioned your cabinet a couple of times tell us about that tell us what you went for um to to get these things on display
2: um well when we first started collecting um i think we wanted something where you know we could display these figures because we we was proven that we're not going to do um carded figures we displayed it on a shelf and i don't think it looks as good so then we got um, in contact with someone who makes the cabinets, and we did send off to one, and it came, and I think it just looks way better in there, and you know it can light up and stuff. It's got, and you can turn the brightness up and down. And we put the weapons in with the figures. We haven't got every weapon yet, but I'm not really at the moment. I'm not really desperate for the weapons. I'm just desperate for the you know to complete my. Collection, and then we'll probably go for the weapons after. I think the display just makes them look way better.
0: I mean, it's it's stunning. I mean, y- y- your dad sent me me photos. Um, Rich, remind me on <laughs> remind me where it came from. We need to give him a shout out.
1: Oh yeah, it's Drew Tag and it's collector displays. I think we are in Wiltshire. So yeah, shout out to Drew. Um, he's got quite a waiting list, so he managed to fit us in and. Um, it's it's a it's a piece of work, Craig. As you've seen it, you know it, it lights up little um, LEDs. It's Star Wars branded on. It's so well made. When it arrived, I was I was actually stunned. I didn't think it would be you know such a thing of beauty, and it is. <laughs>
0: it, it it does look great. Right. I don't think I've ever seen one in the flesh. Um, I think I think Grant on the podcast. I think he he got one. Yeah. Um, you know, if I, if I was starting again, I would absolutely go down that route. I just think it it just ties it together. And for those people who are listening, it, it's um, it's it's a shelf that you can warm out. I think you can have portrait versions and landscape versions. I you think can. I'm that, yeah. the back of the cabinet features the little coloured squares that would have been on the on the card backs. So every uh, figure has its place in there. So if you have a, a set that's incomplete it still kind of works it's it's still full it's still got that visual appeal it's not like you've got massive obvious gaps it 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 does tie together so yeah we'll we'll share a few photos of that because i think like you're intimating well worth the investment i
1: I think um it's it's just so well made and as seth said if you're gonna if you're gonna go to the trouble of of getting a, a loose run together i think the i think part of the battle is the is how it's displayed because if you just do them on a shelf they just look a bit stuck in a corner but this makes them pride of place yeah. so yeah worth it very much it looks it looks fantastic it's a real showpiece in fact we've shown so many people and i think it's the it's the guys sort of my age who who have been absolutely <laughs> <laughs> <nice> <laughs> it. um anyone who comes around inclu- including the brother-in-law who's a similar age to me he's he's seen it and i think he wants one <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, it's it, it's brilliant and as, as seth said things little characters like yoda really really stand out and, and look with the lights on it's 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 you get back the mystique of those early vintage figures it's it's
0: brilliant lovely stuff lovely stuff so so your dad's showing off your collection seth
2: yeah
0: <laughs> you have you shown it off to your friends
2: um i have told a few yeah some of them like it, old stuff but. And I think many these days would definitely go for new figures because they're easier to pick up, easier to get. But I think with the old ones, they're harder to get, but I think it's more, it's way more funner.
0: Absolutely. So your cabinet obviously only, you know, it fits the loose figures and you've got a a very clear mission with your next 17, which are going to be big purchases you know that's that's the way it is i mean are you looking at other things would you want to go on and and look at the ships and the vehicles
2: um well ships are something that i would like to collect and vehicles as well i think there's a couple ships which i do quite like which is the millennium falcon um and i quite like the speeder bike as well slave one i probably wouldn't collect any more carded figures because You know, I'm not really a big fan of them. I I don't think you can do anything with them. I think it's because at least with the loose ones, you can actually, you know, look at them and just play with them and stuff, which is really good with the loose ones. I suppose some people do like the carded ones. I think it just proves something that people have, you know, never got them out of the cards.
0: I can understand why the loose figures hold more appeal. And if you get into loose ships and loose play sets and you can get yourself a few Hoth stormtroopers and set up a little Imperial base, I mean, that's all great stuff.
2: I think when we're on eBay, you know, just looking at Star Wars vintage stuff, we we do come across some of the old, um, you know, the Dagobah system and stuff. I mean, there's nothing really, you know, that catches my eyes in like these, these play sets. I mean, yeah, I quite like that. But. I think the Dagobah system just looks like a piece of plastic. <laughs> it's nothing special, really.
0: No, it doesn't have the same charm that the yeah. actual characters have.
2: Mm, yeah. My home, slimy. My home, this is.
0: One thing I am interested in is is where you get your information from, Seth. I mean, we we talked a little bit about the Imperial gunnery, and that's that's great um, for for weapons and things, but. You know, do you go to sites regularly or do you look anywhere online for, you know, the things you want to know?
2: Um, I still need a little bit of help on the fakes, but um, I think I know a bit more than I did when I started because, you know, when you've looked at them for quite a long time, you know more fakes.
1: Yeah, I've been on high as a kite and Imperial mm. Gunnery and quite a few. I think you quite enjoy matching up the figures with the correct guns and been yeah. flight, we've done float testing, haven't we?
0: Yeah. It's, it's great that that information's out there. So have you bought any, any books about collecting or, you, or has it all been online?
2: Um, we did buy a book, yeah. That tells you all about the old figures and, you know, what you're collecting and, you know, like the first 12, last 17 and, you know, some of the rare figures that...
1: The Story and, of Canon.
2: Yeah, that's it.
1: Which Which book did you buy? Like it's the one with Bader on the front, and I think, it's, is it from screen
0: to collectible or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great book. I mean, it's it uh, that's, that's the book that kick-started a lot of people collecting.
2: And then there's a um, show on Netflix, and it's the toys that, what is it, made us. Yeah. And that that told me a bit about it as well, so.
0: As an 11-year-old, you're, you're a couple of years off being fully involved in social media as well, Facebook groups and... Uh, forums and things like that so you've got all that to look forward to
2: yeah i have seen a couple of you know stores who do sell stuff online i think they are on social media as well they're not just you know i think you can can definitely get them off social media as well
1: you enjoy researching it don't you yeah you enjoy finding out more and more Mm -hmm. and the thing is is you're not really interested in the kind of mirror figures like the you know the sort of retro um, what was it? The Hasbro ones, was it? Craig, you'll tell me. You know the ones they did the retro collection and stuff better figures based on the vintage figures. But you're not even interested in those. Are you really? You just wanted the vintage. Yeah, just the 1977 to
2: 1985.
0: You're what we call a purist, Seth. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> I mean, are you are you interested in collecting anything else from that era of Star Wars? Has that made you look at things like? books from that time or like stationery and things stationery and you know things that have that old vintage star wars feel you know if, if that's if that appeals to you you know is that something else that you can look at in terms of adding to your collection in a different way beyond just figures
2: um i would i would do that um i mean some of the things you can collect i didn't know even existed i you know i didn't know that for instance some of the I think there was a jigsaw, wasn't there? Yeah. That I saw, and like a game or something. um, Badges. Yeah, badges. um, There's some of those at grandma's, definitely. I know that. So yeah, I would, I would keen to do that. But I think I'm more interested into the figures than I am, you know, like stationary stuff and badges, and you know, I don't mind that stuff, but I think I was more interested in the um, figures.
0: It's good to have a focus.
1: who knows where it could branch off into Craig it could we could be like you collecting all the you know, helix stationery and things like that.
0: Well I, I think you know if, if we do get a chance to hang out at something like Echo Live, that will open up lots of new avenues um, because you, you only see what you're searching for on eBay, don't you yeah, these these places are great just to discover new things.
1: yeah, I think we'd be keen to because otherwise what are we going to do? what we're going do with ourselves when we've got all 96 figures? we're going to need need something else to do aren't we so yeah i think i think we would look at look at other sort of strands strands of the hobby
0: so i mean have you got any questions for me seth while we're here having a chat there anything you want to know that's that's been puzzling you or
2: probably what is your favorite figure in
0: your collection ah well that's a good question i think i as figures go i really like i like the emperor's royal guard i always thought he was a great looking figure I like Greedo.
2: Oh yeah, we're not
0: gonna But I think sentimentally, uh, my Chewbacca figure, which is the first one I ever bought. If I have to save one from a fire, it would be him. What what about what about you, Seth? Have you got a favourite?
2: Um, well, I do quite like the ATST driver. Quite like that one. I also quite like Warrus Man and I do quite like, even though it's on screen for like a second, I do quite like the Imperial Dignitary. I think that's quite a cool figure.
1: Interesting. Yeah, it is because usually he's one of the least popular, isn't he? But we like him. And, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That's cool. Well, it's good to hear somebody bigging up the Imperial Dignitary. How <laughs> <laughs> about you, Rich? Same question.
1: Um, I, I think for me, I think being a nostalgia junkie, it's the one that when we ordered some figures and they arrived, it's the ones that I'd forgotten about. People, uh, Things like Bosk, the bounty hunter, I'd forgotten about him, and um, even Squidhead. Perhaps it was based on the ones I wanted as a kid but never got. So I think I had the kind of run-of-the-mill one. So I think it's, the, yeah, it's definitely the characters that were probably the ones I wanted as a kid but never did. So yeah, I think yeah, Squidhead. And then we got hold of um, Hammerhead as well. I think he's a really good figure, actually. I like him. I think he's really well made. A good one on the display.
0: I mean, Squidhead's a, uh, an amazing figure. Really good figure. Yeah. Um, Squidhead. And it's interesting, you know, we've, we've all mentioned Greedo, Hammerhead, Warsman. I mean, they're the most retro, I think, of all of them. <laughs> they're crazy yeah. little leotards. and
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, space anoraks. They're very of their time.
1: The one, the one I can't remember from being small was was Snaggle. We got a hold of a Snaggletooth as well, didn't we?
2: Yeah, we did and get I, hold
0: of him. I didn't know he was that short. Well, wow, interesting story about Snaggletooth. Are you are you familiar with that, Seth?
2: Um, yeah. They must didn't they start him as blue, and then when they they realised they got the um costume wrong, so they had to make him into red.
0: so you know, you know what's going on. I've got nothing to teach you. <laughs>
1: My young apprentice.
2: <laughs> what do you think about um, carded figures these days? Do you like them or would you choose loose over carded or carded over loose? Or When I
0: first started collecting again, um, I was much more interested in the in the boxed ships. You know, back to what me and your dad were saying right at the start. You know, they, they weren't uh, something that we had a lot of. So when I started collecting again... I went for box ships over carded figures, and there were lots of carded figures around then, um, and it would have been the time to buy them. But it's never been like the main focus for me. I've always enjoyed the loose things, I've always enjoyed the the box ships, and I've always enjoyed the other things around it. So, like we've said, the jigsaws and the badges and all that, all that cool stuff. If for lots of people the mocks, the mint on cards, you know, that's what people go for, and I totally understand that. They're a very nice way of presenting a figure if you've got a nice card. You've got the image, you've got those those colours popping on the on the on the graphics. Yeah, they don't take up a massive amount of room. <laughs> yeah, so so you do see these collections where they're they're beautifully presented in acrylic cases. And I always admire them. I always think they, they look stunning. But I know it's such a very difficult thing. You know, if you're a completist, it, it's nigh on impossible, I would say, these days, unless you've got massive, massive resources and and deep yeah. pockets.
1: Yeah I think it's quite limiting isn't it Craig I think it's quite prohibitive for a lot of people as well given the cost
0: indeed and it's and it's gone up in the last 10 years like yeah. to, to silly prices i mean hard to find one you know under 50 quid now and that's a, a ropey old plateau you know um, so so the the more desirable ones are that they're, they're out of They're out of reach for a lot of people unfortunately what i've seen grow a lot in the last few years is people collecting the actual card backs there's a value in those now people will will buy a card back uh, and they will they will put it on display with their with their figure but for me it always bothered me the the rips on the cards and people are taking the bubbles off and things always a little bit ugly um Mm -hmm. but you can but you can buy um acrylic cases now you can slide the card down the back and you can sit the figure in front yeah
2: we saw a Hearth trooper and it was out the card and it just had the card no no bubble but just the figure in front
0: so that's one way of doing it yeah to get a few card backs which you know are a lot more affordable than buying a sealed figure but again the prices of those are going up so
1: I think you like the figures better than the card backs and things as well oh yeah. yeah do you want this
0: well go ahead That's right, take it. Come on. You can have it. Come on. Good job. Good job, kid. You see that? That's right. I knew you could do it. Very good. He's formed a strong attachment to you. Uh, uh, uh. Have you watched The Mandalorian?
2: Oh, yeah. Quite like that. That's, that's, I like that yeah
0: it feels like those old movies doesn't it
2: yeah um i mean the mandalorian's really good it's probably one of my favorite star wars series but you know i've just never really been a fan of this clone wars you know like just newer stuff really i think i think definitely i think most people would Probably say the originals are probably the best. You know, like there's films like The Phantom Menace, and you know some of the characters in there just don't look like they belong in Star Wars. Like you know, like Jar Jar Binks or something. I just don't think that's a Star Wars character.
0: Really interesting. So, what about the the newer films, the new the the Disney ones?
2: Oh, those ones. Um, yeah, I quite like those ones. I, I've been to the cinema to see those ones.
0: So they get they're getting those right for you. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> well, I think people are going to be really interested to hear you speak about this, Seth, because, as I said at the start, you know, we want to encourage the next generation of, of people collecting vintage figures. So I want to thank you for agreeing to come on and having a chat with us. Um,
2: yeah, that's fine.
0: You are the future of our hobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you for having us. You're very welcome. It's been
1: really good. You've enjoyed talking about it, haven't you?
0: yeah. It's cool. I'm a, I'm a little bit jealous that you're starting out on this journey and you've got all this exciting stuff to come. It's never too late. It's never too late, and I've proven
1: that, Craig. <laughs> Forty-eight years old and can remember the first you know, New Hope, and it's never too late. That's good. You've taken your first step into a
0: larger world. Uh, thanks for listening or watching along with this. If you've enjoyed it, you might like some of the other things we do. Um, You can find all our podcast episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, including Podbean, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you have an Amazon Echo, you can say, Alexa, play Generation Skywalker podcast. And George Lucas will pop up to tell you that Star Wars is a positive film. If you like to watch along, you can find our enhanced shows on YouTube as well as on our website at www.generationskywalker.com where you can also find our blog posts, unboxings, uh, Skywalker Blasts and even me painting an Ewok. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just search Generation Skywalker. And if you have fan mail for Seth, you can send it to generationskywalker at gmail.com and uh, we'll make sure that we forward that on. Um, So all that remains is to say thank you again to Richard. Thank you very much for giving up some of your Saturday to come and talk to us.
1: Our pleasure, totally.
0: And Seth, thank you very much for coming on and talking Mm, to us.
2: That's no problem.
0: Thank you very much. We are Generation Skywalker.